Welcome to the Market Sell Win Podcast. Today, we are so lucky to have with us Jenny Macchioni, the Senior Web Designer at WTTW in Chicago, which is the most watched public broadcast PBS station in the country. Jenny has spent her entire career, which spans more than 25 years, as a graphic designer in the print and digital world. So today, Jenny is going to share with us um, her process for designing a website or a section of a site. So Jenny, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, So I think web design is one of those things that unless you've done it, you probably don't think about the process on how things get done. But like every other aspect of marketing, there is a process and there are specific steps that you need to follow in designing a web page or a section of a site. So I'm hopeful that our listeners will um, hear your perspective and it will be helpful because a lot of our listeners are working in small or mid-sized companies where they wear many hats, which may include that of web design. So I think (laughs) for them to hear from somebody who does this for a living is going to provide some insights and it could spark ideas on how they could enhance their approach or confirm that they're using the same process that seasoned professionals are using. So, um, great. Why don't we start at the very beginning? Like, can you walk us through what the process are and the steps that you take to develop a web page? Like, starting with the somebody comes to you and says, "We need to create this right. section of the site." Uh, yes, of course. So, I think the very first thing that I make sure I have from them is the collection of assets, which would include things like. Uh, photography that they want to use uh, that's, you know, high quality, large enough, high resolution. We don't want to have to go back and retake or, you know, seek it out. Uh, Logos, color palette, uh, specific typefaces, if that applies. Uh, If all that is in one folder, I'm, I'm ready to hit the ground running. And um, my guess is that there may be at times some education around that because I can imagine, especially oh, yeah. yeah, with the high-res pictures, you know, ha- yeah, high resolution. Uh, yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've had to describe what that means. Um, and, you know, to have the correct kind of logo that can be, you know, reduced or enhanced. Um, and I haven't even gotten into the content, the actual copy, which is always the stickler in the end. There's always too much. So we always want to start uh, with the client knowing, you know, people don't really read as much as they used to. People want easy, easy bits of information. So true. Um, <laughs> I, I'm chuckling because for a number of years I worked in the technology industry with engineers. Yes. And uh, so when they had content, it was very <sighs> complex yeah. Very thick, you know, lots of it. And we're like, okay, yep. whoa, we got to pair this back because yeah. um, our, our CIOs are somewhat technical, but they're not going to be able to get through this. Right. And I mean, the copy, the the text that I have to deal with, I wouldn't even say it's technical or thick or hard to understand. It's, it's, it's a lot of it is, you know, entertainment related so it's it's fun it's good stuff it's just there's too much you know so Mm -hmm. you know find the essence and is that part of the first is that part of the asset piece Um, or is that kind of 
connected you know, to it? A little bit. Uh, I like to start out with at least a representative um, amount of copy that would be on each page, uh, whether that's the end result or not, um, because people are always tweaking their copy. Um, uh, if you can get a, the amount you think it would be correct, that, that works from the get-go. So once you have that information, what's the next step? Um, well, I like to know if anyone, if people have sites they like that inspire them, um, either visually or behaviorally, site, uh, websites that um, act the way you want your website to work, um, that have maybe forms, or if we're doing commerce or you know registration or ticket sales, uh, if you have any kind of example of that, that's always great to see. I love getting URLs um, to look at, and then I, what I come up with usually has bits and pieces of those different inspiration sites. I guess that goes to the old, a picture's worth a thousand words. Yep, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you're right. But but I think yeah. as a starting point... Mm -hmm. It sure is, because as I've been, I'm usually the person who says we need to design a site, but I'll do that research of going out and figuring out which sites I like so I can yeah. bring it to the designer so yeah. they have an idea of what I'm talking about. And I hope, I'm hoping that um, they, they treasure your list of inspiration sites, because to me, those really help, so... So once you've got, I love that inspiration site. So once you've got the inspiration <laughs> sites, um, what's the next step? Um, well, a lot of our a lot of our websites have to do with actual television shows, um, and so you know they have to, we have to have continuity of look and feel and message. So sometimes you know uh, you have to take into account ex you know recently existing television programs or radio programs and make sure your message stays the same across the board and your your graphic design stays the same across the board. You know, you're using the same look because then you have a whole package and people remember that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that means you're not, even if somebody came to you with ideas, it's still going to have to follow that look and feel of, yeah. right. I'm, I'm, I'm huge on continuity, uh, maybe to a fault. Uh, sometimes people are like, we don't need to use that same, you know, logo. And I, I resist because I really feel like that's important to have your, your standards across the board. So, Well, totally agree. And, you know, people or companies spend thousands, millions of dollars on their brand. And, yeah. and so it's, you know, when somebody, when your logo and you've got your color palette and, you know, it's... <laughs> Yeah, can we just make your logo green? No. Right. No, you can't. You, can't. you, you may not. Right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. And then, and then that's where you have to help them understand. So that's where I would imagine yeah. in your role, you're, you're trying to educate um, and I'll call it influence them as to why we have this standard and why it's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people do become stubborn. They'll they will say things like, oh, I just want to send an email to a few customers. I don't really need to follow, you know, no, please, no, follow everything. It's it's there for a reason, and you'll benefit in the long run. So. Well, I think that consistency helps the, the, the company or the organization because, you know, that one email from some a salesperson or whoever it might be, 
yeah. you know, that same organization might be receiving two other emails from WTTW and they want to have right. that, like, oh, it's the same company. Oh, there's yeah. a connection yeah. there. I, yeah, I wouldn't have known that, by the way, that really ugly email looks <laughs> from that salesperson. Sorry. Spoken like this a true have, designer. This may, have hap- this may have happened to me a few times, but yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, when you start, so it sounds like from a from a design perspective, you know, after you've looked at your your site samples and you have to like consider that in the context of things that have already right. been designed, you start designing or coming up with uh, samples? Um, yeah. I mean, there is a thing called, uh, you know, web architecture. There are people that just do that. Uh, since we're a nonprofit, we kind of all do that. We do what we call wireframes, mm. which are basically, you know, kind of, skeletons of what would happen on a home page, what would happen on a, a representative post page, and then maybe what would happen on a, you know, a form page. Um, and then we sort of just kind of sketch those out really, really cursory way. And those become our, our templates mm-hmm. to get, to get going. Yeah. So you'll say logo navigation, you know, hero image, which is the main image that will strike people when they first come to the site. Um, you know, body copy here, a few ads here. Um, it's it's just a real, it's like a blueprint. Mm-hmm. And do you get, is that what you then present to your, I'll call them an internal client, and they go, well, like it or no, we should yeah, consider changing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, no, it almost is always positive because that's kind of a step they don't expect. Um, but at the same time, a lot of people, this doesn't happen as much as it used to. People will say, you know, why is it in black and white? Or where's our logo? I And then you have to stress to them, this is just a blueprint. This is just to tell you what's going to be there, how much real estate it will take up. And, yeah, people are actually pretty glad once they understand that, to mm-hmm. see all their elements represented on a page, even though it's not designed yet. And once they've kind of reviewed and are cool with the general direction that you're going, what do you do next? Then we take all the elements and I, I jump into Photoshop, which is the best thing ever still. And we start making uh, what I call comps. And those are kind of fake, fake layouts using all this, all this stuff that's real that looks as, as much like a real site as possible. And those are presented and I guess we, unless we're very, very sure, I will do a couple different directions. And and then once they like the home page, we'll do a couple of sub pages or post pages. And then um, those are ready to hand off to the technical people, of which I am not. Um, a little bit I am, but we do have software engineers and uh, web developers here, too. I see. So... Um you know, on the comp stage, uh, and while I don't do this for a living, I've had times where I've had to develop something graphically, a, a flyer, uh, an ad, and would I would do the same thing. I would develop, you know, maybe three different options. So yeah. tell me a little bit about your approach, because it's like, you know, you got a winner in your head, which one you really <laughs> like. So oh, what's right. your approach for presenting it and trying to... <laughs> influence them to go pick number three pick number three right well in my experience people have always said 
don't present something you don't like because that's the one they're inevitably going to pick. Um, right, exactly. Uh, right? So, um, no, I generally have a, a main idea, then maybe an alternate, which is a little more strange or has some technology that we hadn't tried before. Or, um, you know, it's usually, it turns out to be a hybrid between the two or three mm-hmm. bits and pieces. And that might sound like it. if you do it that way, it wouldn't work well, but... I think I have enough experience to make it work well at this point, I hope. So, um, I mean, we have a team here that can influence our in-house clients and we kind of, I don't want to say we win every time, but (laughs) we are the ones producing it and we have enough experience to know what will work best. Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. Um, Okay. And look, everybody thinks that they're a... uh, I was going to say a marketer because to me this kind of rolls up under marketing, but, you know, or a designer and they've got a great eye. Um, but there's so many more variables that go into it that they just might not be thinking about, nor would I expect them to, because this is what they do for a living. So um, right. we have to help our clients to understand why we would suggest one path over another. So right, right. once it goes to the web developer or engineers, like they kind of create the real site then. Yeah, and I mean, we, we've worked together a long time, and we're a pretty tight team, and I don't want to say we read each other's minds, but um, I mean, we can we can take a lot of shortcuts without worrying if something will get done correctly. It's just, it's a nice little, um, I mean, when you've worked with someone a long time, it's just, that's a nice perk that happens with time. Um, let's see, yeah, I, I hand off my Photoshop layers, everything's layered and they get a word document with all of the different pages worth of text and they apply the approved designs to entire websites, pages and pages. And we go back and forth, of course, but it's, it's a pretty good system. And then once it's built, there's a testing, they, they do the testing of it as well. Um, yes, we all test. We we don't really have the budget to send to uh, focus groups or I forget what they're called. I'll just say testers. And um, so, QA, yeah, QA quality. There you go. Uh-huh. We don't really have that. We are QA, and mm-hmm. we 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 develop a punch list, um, and we we make sure it's everything we see that's that needs to be fixed is fixed, and then it's launched. Only then. So we try to you know build into our schedules. Um, several days for this. And um, you mean for the Q&A and the testing piece yeah, of it? Oh, yeah. For the testing, because, yeah. I mean, we've had to launch, like, one one hour before a show broadcasts, and, but that is definitely not ideal. And I would imagine, I could be wrong, that sometimes <laughs> your internal clients are like, it's okay, we just need to get it launched, just go. We don't have to worry about the testing. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, you know... Then, then you know, a customer a member will call and say, hey, you know, this doesn't work on Internet Explorer 11, and we have to test for everything, mm-hmm. Mac, PC, all the different browsers. And not just that, we have to be, you know, um, amenable to iPads, mobile devices. Everything has to work um, in all different widths. So... You know, half of our audience is on their phone now, so it's very important. Oh, I, I would imagine that. Yeah. 
it nowadays it just has to be. You have to, de- yeah. to develop yeah, for all it these. adds a whole whole lot of other stuff to test for for sure. Right, right. No good point. Which probably adds time. Yeah, it does. That's why budgeting in those last few days that you think you won't need is very important because you do need them. <laughs> and you know. um, so tell me, like, in this process, any part of it, like, what's one of the biggest mistakes you've seen? Like, just a horror. You're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. Not necessarily because oh. of your fault, but something that happened yeah. in the process. Um, let me think. Um, that's a really good question. I mean, often I just feel like we, we get supposed final copy and it is definitely not final. It's not ready for prime time, and it needed to have several more eyes on it and several more, you know, cutting room floor moments where you <laughs> clip, clip out several paragraphs. Um, it's almost always copy. Um, and we have things that don't work, but the thing is they're not emergencies because, because they're digital. We have people looking at them that can fix them in, an, in like 20 minutes tops. So, I mean, I just don't feel like anything's a huge emergency. The worst thing that happens around here is probably when our shopping cart um, goes down during pledge drives mm. um, or if certain products um, mess up the whole shebang. Um, it has to do with commerce almost all the time if it's technical. So, which um, um, I don't touch that too much. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I can see. I mean, that's that's where the bread and the butter are. I mean, yep. even for a nonprofit, mm-hmm. so it's like <laughs> even more so actually. <laughs> yeah. So um, I mean, we're trying to get rid of these Mister Rogers socks, and if our shopping cart doesn't work, you know, that's very bad. <laughs> right. Well, I would think they'd probably be going quickly these days. Um, they, you know, they really are. <laughs> There's a certain movie out, and uh, yeah, it's it's driving sales. <laughs> Um, Okay, well, that was really helpful. I mean, just kind of walking through the process, um, I I hope was helpful for our listeners, too, from, you know, the beginning of collecting um, what you called all the assets from photography to logos, color palette, and and the content, and um, and then walking through developing your wireframes, developing your comps, Mm -hmm. uh, and then handing it off to your web developers and engineers to actually create the working site and then to launch. So I appreciate your time. Thank you for taking us through that. So much fun. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for joining the show.